Good evening. Welcome to Left, Right and Center. I'm Vishnu Shom. A very happy Holi to all our viewers. Hope it's been a great Holi and a safe one for all of you out there. On the show tonight, China has warned the United States to change its distorted attitude or risk conflict, with the Chinese foreign minister stating that Washington's perception of Beijing was seriously distorted, which is why conflict and confrontation could follow. We'll be debating that with two excellent guests, but we'll also be looking at the military balance between China and the United States. A very special discussion later on on this program with the defense editor of The Economist. We discuss the evolution of the Chinese Navy and why all of us may have reason to be quite concerned. But first, on the show, the latest differences between the U.S. and China in a move that can end up banning the popular Chinese-designed social media app TikTok in the United States. The White House has endorsed a bipartisan bill that seeks to address privacy concerns around the app. I have this report. Well, the bill enables the U.S. president to force the sale of foreign-owned apps and software if they are deemed to be a national security threat. Now, TikTok has a whopping 100 million users in the United States, and increasingly it's used as a search engine. The United States wants to restrict China's ability to access U.S. user data, viewing patterns, and geolocation. There are concerns that TikTok influences what users see by hiding or promoting some content. Now, TikTok has its lobbyists out. They've recently spent millions to engage U.S. congressional leaders and convince them on policies on children's privacy, content moderation. The company's also launched a security plan that aims to insulate the U.S. operations of the company from any Chinese influence through an independent board of directors to oversee data security, but not Many in the U.S. are convinced. Remember, TikTok was banned in India in June 2020 on the grounds that it was prejudicial to sovereignty and integrity of our country. Well, joining us now to look at uh, the increasing the possibility of confrontation between America uh, and uh, China, Einar Tangen, the senior fellow at the Taihe Institute and chairperson of the Asia Narratives Channel. We're also joined by Nicholas Nugent, the former BBC editor. Thank you very much for being with us. Um, let me come to you first, uh, Einar Tangen. Um, is it your belief also that uh, China and the United States are headed towards conflict and confrontation? Yes, uh, currently, uh, if the U.S. continues on this trying to test the guardrails or expand the bookends, as I would like to say, uh, there could be problems. Uh, the U.S. Uh, is treading on a red line when it comes to Taiwan. As uh, you know, um, you know, many years ago in the late 70s, early 80s, there were three communiques that were signed by uh, the U.S. and China recognizing that there's a one-China policy and that the U.S. would not interfere in matters involving Taiwan and China. Uh, since that time, uh, obviously, the U.S. has uh, changed their position uh, but China hasn't. Sorry, go ahead. Yes. Mr. Tangan, continue with what you're saying. Well, it's, you know, what what we have here is a situation where the, the U.S. Uh, in China's, in Beijing's point of view, has been very aggressive. Uh, if somebody was uh, 
sailing warships up and down uh, your coasts uh, between right. uh, an area that you claimed as your own. Uh, if they were sailing into the South China Seas where there are disputed areas, if they were putting um, uh, firms, Chinese firms, high-tech firms, um, on uh, basically blacklists, not allowing them to buy technology to be invested in or to buy or sell in the United States, uh, you know, the, the list goes on and on. Um, you know, the U.S. says that, it, you know, it's China that's being aggressive. Right. Uh, but quite frankly, it's, it looks like China responds to U.S. aggression. And then the U.S. says, look, see, they're aggressive. Okay. Nicholas Nugent, uh, where do you see this going, the standoff between China and the United States? I mean, is, is military conflict at all, uh, you know, something that... Uh, can be ruled out because, you know, if you do look at the situation in Taiwan, the heavy deployment of U.S. forces in that region, and that's quite clearly the red line as far as Beijing is concerned, um, you know, are we headed to very, very dangerous times? Well, I certainly don't think you can rule out military conflict, but that isn't the same as predicting it. It's a very real risk uh, because relations have slipped very considerably. And I, I would characterize as the, the issues as threefold. I mean, Taiwan is most certainly one of them, whether it's the most important at the moment, possibly it is. But let's not forget that the divisions over Ukraine are uh, very significant to the U.S. in particular and to Europe. The fact that uh, China ostensibly is backing uh, the Russian side in that. And that has uh, clouded relations very considerably over the last year. But this, the third uh, plank I would put here is technological. And you've mentioned TikTok and the potential banning of TikTok, but I think that's only the very latest and arguably the least relevant. Uh, already we have the banning of Huawei by the United States and uh, six or eight other countries, and Germany uh, joined that list uh, this week. And I think that's very considerable. This, in effect, is... Uh, the United States suggesting that Huawei, which leads the world in mobile phone technology, 5G technology, um, the suggestion is that there is a backdoor, that it's a spying mechanism. So we can forget the danger from balloons. They're talking about the danger of spying through Huawei telecommunications networks, which is already quite um, installed to quite a considerable degree in many countries, including Britain and Germany, for example. Sure. But, but the, the third part of technology, let me get this in, because I think arguably this is the most important of all, is semiconductors. Yes. And this directly leads to Taiwan. And the fact that last October, the United States has banned the export to China, effectively U.S. export, but Taiwan as well, of advanced semiconductors, is a very considerable uh, challenge to, uh, to to Chinese industry and where China stands in the world. So I think we've got to look at all three. There's the Ukraine factor, there's the technological factor, which at the moment I would suggest is possibly paramount, and there's the Taiwan factor, which is closely related to the technological sure. feature. So I don't know if I'm making it more complicated, but yes, relations are seriously um, uh, on the on the decline fraud, at anything at this stage. Um, Aina Tangen, uh, you know, just, just the entire, uh, you know, the atmosphere presently, the fact that there was this balloon shoot down, it may have been a mistake sending this balloon across, but even we in India have detected a Chinese balloon. The photographs match what the U.S. has seen. 
there was no such action over the Andaman Islands. This happened early last year. But be that as it may, there is also the entire issue of spying, the entire issue of technology, various apps. Uh, Huawei has been a concern. It's a huge car company. TikTok has been banned in India as well. Again, privacy concerns. So is this, uh, is this real or is this just a trust deficit which is playing itself out? Well, it seems to be more of a disinformation campaign, a classic CIA, NSA uh, operation. Uh, remember that the uh, the spying, as far as we know, um, uh, budget for the United States is over $90 billion. The entire PLA budget is only $230 billion. Uh, the U.S. is well known to spy on friends, foe alike. It doesn't really matter. Neighbors, uh, you know, <laughs> and uh, Ms. Merkel can um, uh, testify to that. Um, but, you know, this this issue about Ukraine is uh, manufactured. Uh, if if the U.S. is claiming that uh, China, by being neutral, is somehow supporting uh, Russia, then uh, they have to go after India and all, as well as uh, Brazil and South Africa and all the rest. Uh, the fact is, the rest of the world is not uh, impressed by the fact that when a war uh, happens in Europe, all of a sudden, everybody has to take sides. Unfortunately, that's not true when it comes to the Middle East uh, or other parts of the world, especially the global south and the stands. Um, Mr. Lugent, uh, would you characterize this present phase or present period of ties between China and the United States as the worst that it's ever been? Well, I'm not sure I'm qualified to answer that. Um, it's certainly the worst in recent times. I mean, after all, uh, many Western countries, including the United States, had a bit of a, a, a love fest with China over trading issues until two or three years back. And then it all went badly wrong for one or more of the reasons that I've cited. So um, certainly over the last year and, and more, uh, it's... I won't say it's reached a low point, but it's reached a seriously diminished point. Um, let's not forget the visit by Speaker of the House of Representatives, Nancy Pelosi, to Taiwan in last summer, mm -hmm. um, seriously um, uh, upset the Chinese, let's put it, let's use neutral words, um, and caused them to uh, uh, throw mis missiles around in the South China Sea. So the Taiwan issue... Uh, relates to so many things. It relates to free passage through the South China and East China Sea, but it also, as I've indicated, relates to technological advancement. Yeah. So, um, yes, relations are are pretty low at the moment, but whether they're going to get lower before they uh, they improve, who can say? I think it was a great shame that uh, Anthony Blinken's visit to Beijing was called off over the balloon incident, because. Following um, President Xi and President Biden's meeting in Bali last November, it looked like the pathway was there for an improvement. Mm -hmm. But the balloon issue has rather blown, uh, blown that whole thing off course. But yes, um, it is, I would have thought, high time for one side or the other, probably the United States, to find a way to start restoring relations sure. and um uh, uh, diminishing the threats that so many of us feel yep. um, that there could be a, a, a aggression between the two superpowers. 
In fact, that statement by the, the, the Chinese foreign minister is a good way of ending this discussion. If the U.S. does not hit the brakes, it will lead to conflict and confrontation. The world certainly cannot afford that taking place. Besides anything else, two gigantic economic superpowers, uh, you know, being in, in a confrontation worse than what we are seeing now uh, would certainly affect the rest of the world. I'd like to thank you all both very much for being with us.